You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became Good morning, everybody. It's 905 Mornings with Lone Star. It started. <laughs> Mellow. We got a very wide voice that's going on today. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock tonight, or today. <laughs> Man, about to say I go. Yeah, bring the coffee. Uh, I just committed to something I'm regretting. <laughs> but uh, good morning, everybody. The show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And uh, we're going to be hanging out till 11 a.m. here this morning. You can always uh, catch our show online at IRLoneStar.com and through our Lone Star Internet Radio app on your mobile app store. Or locally here in Conroe at Conroe's FM 104.5-1061. And then, of course, we podcast and YouTube all of our shows on our podcast channels on iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, YouTube. Boom. Oh, yeah. But we're back. We're having a good time. Jake has joined Yay. us. I Jake did not get the memo talk. that we were putting on our sexy voices today. That's right. No, I'm sick. Yeah. So Big and Jake the I, I hit it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I was telling Jake this. It was really bizarre yesterday. I was feeling fine. And then it was almost like someone with a wand just said, sick. Yep. And, like, I started sneezing uncontrollably, uncontrollably. Probably about, like, six good sneezes. And then it just started draining. And I'm like, great. And, uh... So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make full advantage of my very white voice all but, uh, day yeah. today. I know I didn't get the. <laughs> well, why would we need to send a memo? Would that give you? Because Jake wants to sound sexy. Because like I, I can throw on my yeah. sexy voice. Oh, great. Oh, well, our song today <laughs> is "Kiss from a Rose" by have you been, Seal. Have you been kissed by a rose? And Charlie Rose. He kissed been... a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people got kissed by a rose. You know. Okay, so I was thinking about this, reading the article about him, mm-hmm. and. Why do you do you think somebody whoever's a journalist just goes, Oh, we got someone called in and says Charlie Rose did some bad stuff? And it's like, oh, okay, great. And then it's like, maybe there was more. And they like, how did they send out a feeler that there's more without raising suspicion from other outlets? Because like eight or more people have come forward all at the same time. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out. Like, are people just waiting? Like, okay, we got two. Let's see how many more come our way in the next week or two. It could be putting out feelers. It could be, let's say, you know, woman A who was harassed by him. She may put out a on Facebook or, or you know, scour some news headlines, call the old production office, put two and two together, you know, and that puts them in touch with someone else. And then someone else is like the old Brett commercials and they tell two people. And um, so this is the kind of the difference it's a fine difference between what's happening with uh, uh what's his name of uh, uh, for the uh Alabama senator 
More? More, thank you. I had no it's the it's the allergy meds that are skippy this morning. <laughs> Watch Skippy drool in his coffee cup. Tune in to IRLoneStar.com. But um those eight just have to come over a 30, 40 year period, and all of a sudden they magically have the same idea at the same time. I now this I'm I'm not commenting on his innocence, guilt, or anywhere in between. I'm just saying, yeah, that's a 40 year, hey, I think I'm gonna suddenly do this. I think one more for the, for the most part, women are being empowered, encouraged, uh, less afraid to come forward. And I think it was yesterday, Dick and I were talking, so you missed a good one, about uh, a pattern. There's a difference between when one young C-list starless says, oh, I got touched too. Me, Look at me. Which may or may not have happened. But I'd take some, the, the women going up against Charlie Rose right now a little bit more seriously because, A, it happened in this century, literally. Mm-hmm. The the more stuff had, literally happened in the last century. Um, but also, uh, their stories line up. There's a pattern for me. We were talking yesterday about the pattern. And then that, that I think that's what's going to start. That's going to be the tipping point. Well, those are, I think those are the folks who are going to be the actual ones affected by this whole debacle is the folks who are just a repeat abusers mm-hmm. and it's just going to be they're ruined and in the in the business and it's going to so. be this is going to sound funny but it sounds horrible on some level but let's say there was a single incident of harassment or i don't even want to say assault or something but someone grabs someone on the boob or the hiney and it was a one-off thing and it wasn't an important person either one you know a c-list guy grabbed a c-list girl they're going to, you know, she's going to go to the news and they're going to go, yeah, but we got Charlie Rose. You, you know, come back to us with some big news. And that's what's going to kind of separate. Uh, well, it's all, yeah, because what I'm imagining what it is, is people are going to see the commodity in it and they're like, they're going to rate it. Oh, you know, we've done, we've been running reports like this for two months now. This is how we have to make it sound like so we get the top of the top money. For the, also, uh, legally, there are only so many resources to go around, so you can get a class action. You know, you got eight women. That's eight women at once instead of eight separate trials. You got one. Actually, it'd be a mass action, not a class action, because there aren't that many. But you got eight women here for, for more, too. You got eight, like three, four, eight, something like that. I, I think it's, I think it's like to, three or four. I think it's up to five now, isn't it? Okay. I think, I think it's five in total. So they can all combine their resources into one trial, which will help. Um, and that's why, legally, it helps to have... How many claims do you have against you? One oh, back of the back of the line. Back of the bus. You got eighteen women yeah. saying you do it. Well, you're you're kind of hosed, my friend. Let me let me uh, take you on. But uh, no, I, so but I think what Dick was kind of getting at was just w- why why are they all pouring out at one time sort of situation? And I understand that it's it's oh one brave woman spoke up and now uh, you know another brave woman can speak up. Well, if you look at it, it really is controlling the narrative of what is being consumed on media. Um, Traditionally, a story would last a day or two, and then we move on. I mean, probably the best example is the lack of the Las Vegas shooting ever being talked about. Now, now they're doing the full investigation. We're probably not going to hear about it until next year. And somebody goes, "Hey, I've been working on this report for the for last this, yeah for the for last year. year. Here's the smoking gun." But uh, and I think this is something that the news cycle is going to just hammer on until no one. Nothing comes from it. Like what, the first false flag is going to be announced, and it might be the more deal. I think the more deal has a little, little bit more to it than uh, the more Alabama senator guy, because that that voting is going on in what like a week. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, if he wins, that's kind of kind of let everyone know what's really going on. Because you can say an accuser 
or you know he's a winner now <laughs> and but no he hasn't been proven and then i wonder if he, if he follows through suing people and they actually find out it's a false deal it's going to be real dangerous well and that's what i was saying yesterday again you missed it if if someone is falsely accused of something i would like to think you know if i was falsely accused of something i would sell my house and my dog to pay for whatever resources would need to clear my name i would not settle it under well, a gag. Yeah, no, I would go all out. So those who say this is preposterous and I'm suing, I give them a little bit more credence because if you sue, then all the dirty laundry comes out on both sides. So, you know, if I'm saying I'm suing you for accusing me, I know that there's going to be some unpleasant stuff raised about me in this in the upcoming uh, litigation, you know, yeah. discovery phase. I don't care. In other words, so what's more important to me is clearing my name. So those who say I'm going to sue, like more, I give him a tad more believability. Well, with if the, he follows the with the more situation, and you're having all these other Republicans come out and saying, "Hey, you need to, you know, withdraw from the race." Do you think they're doing that because they think he's guilty, or they simply just don't want to lose this race? They don't want to lose the race. Do well, you, I, I think it, the fact that they're doing it together, there's definitely like a group texts saying, hey, we got to get behind something right now. That way we know we're on the right side of justice when it finally comes down. And I think the same thing happened. It's it's really weird that the same thing happened to Donald Trump at around this time. Uh, but in more yeah, condensed. And also the dossier condensed, came out around more condensed, this time. Yeah, more condensed, though. And it's just kind of like, look at it now. And I think a lot of people are, whoever live in the area are seeing through it or something like that. Because that's like I were ta talking about yesterday. This guy is You running, missed a lot, Jake. This guy was running for This isn't his first time to run for no, office. No, 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 I know. So. And he's been vocal about some very scandalous things, or not scandalous, but very, you know, hot-button topics. He's He's been on the far right side of hot-button topics. Yeah, and, and it's, but, but if you're running for office and you have those kind of skeletons, you think— Either by now, by now, or something, and there have been no payouts. And here's the thing: um, there's a very powerful Democrat, uh, uh, John Conyers, uh, who's the leader of the the Black Caucus, and he's been in, in uh, Congress for, for forever. He is now been outed as a serial harasser, and there are records of payouts to people, or at least a woman. Um, that actually didn't come. You know that Congress actually has a general fund for legal payouts on stuff like this? Yeah. They released it, though. It was like $15 million I know. Past. It's insane. Well, this one came out of his own campaign account, $27,000. So when there's a payout, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm tending to, uh, again, if, if someone's well, it accusing doesn't look, me, it doesn't look good on right. paper. And so. I'm not saying A leads to B. Like I said yesterday, if you plead the fifth, that does not mean you're guilty necessarily. It means you just don't want to say something that could bite you. That, that, that's invoking the Fifth Amendment. To, to, to pay out someone doesn't necessarily mean you're guilty. It just means you, it's not worth a grief. You want it to go away. Sometimes you got to bulldoze a well, house. What do you think is going to end up with this Charlie Rose deal? Oh, I think he's, he's going to go the route of like Dan Rather, that he's going to be gone for a few years and he's going to pop up from time to time as a pundit and, and, and try to sell themselves as an expert. Uh, he, yeah, I, I think he kind of hosed himself on this one. If this, if this turns out to be true, uh, but his, co his former co-hosts are already yeah. turning on him. Yeah, he got kissed by a rose. Yeah, yeah, they got there kissed by go. a rose. He's going to get kissed Lone Star, folks, <laughs> here at IRLoneStar.com. Worldwide and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Our show is sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in the Montgomery County area. We're going to take a quick sponsored break, and then we'll return. Don't forget, if you want to give us a song request, 
for our music breaks, just call in 936-647-3776 or message on Facebook, MW Lundstar. We'll be back after these short sponsored messages. A light hits the bloom on the Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Good morning. This is Mornings with Lone Star. This is Barry Weiss sitting in Skippy, Dick, and Jay. Yeah, this is Skippy. Welcome back. I sound like Peter Brady from that that episode where he hit puberty. In the Brady Munch, there's a what is that? Oh my gosh, go away! You guys suck. <laughs> I was I was telling people the dick sounded like a, a 45 being played at 33, and I was uh, returned with blank stares. So any listeners out there that you know vaguely remember anything from the last millennium, give us a call. Yeah, but like I, was, I thought you were talking age, and I was like, what does that have to do with that? Well, that's what but I thought, too. Know. I thought it was like a 45-year-old actor trying to play somebody who's 33. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking. That was me a few years ago. No, unfortunately, now I'm getting to play characters older than me, and I don't need to wear makeup anymore to do it. <laughs> played Ben Franklin once. Well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, the Ben Franklin story is good, because you kind of do. You got the hairline for Franklin. I, yeah, but seven years previously, I'd had the John Adams hairline. It was really sad. Wasn't hey, Benjamin Franklin like a whore? Oh, you betcha. And I played Well, he loved show. his horse. No, he you can, you can be a guy. I guess we, let's not say that it, word anymore. It, let's just a man ho, a man ho, a man, a man, a womanizer. A woman, a womanizer. He was a womanizer, but he was not one who was afraid he, to pay for it either. So yeah, but I'm, I just hey, somebody I, had to put those girls through college. I remember they were talking about when he would go visit other countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, there are lots of vaguely, I think everybody did that, right? That France is filled with people who vaguely look like Ben Franklin. I'm just saying. <laughs> as all. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, he was prodigious. He was not a womanizer. He, he was a prodigious womanizer. Yeah. He, he is a he loved the ladies. Yes, he did. <laughs> he was a man of culture. That's a man of culture. That's that's out of that's a good story there. <laughs> yeah, Dick's looking up uh, sexual proclivities of our forefathers. Holy cow! Look at that one. Um, hey, check this out. <laughs> Great so, transition. Yeah, let's segue, see if we can segue out of this one. So, Jake, check this out. As uh, for using the the news headlines. So this professor at Berkeley, UC Berkeley, his name is Stuart Russell. He's the computer science professor. He actually created this video, a what-if video. It's not a fake video, but you know, it's fictionalized. It's what-if. 
where it's kind of imagining a world where, where nuclear weapons are replaced with mini drones that are programmed to kill with AI. And apparently, like, this technology exists. And this is kind of freaky to me because, you know, growing up during the Cold War, uh, you know, I missed the 50s of, you know, duck and cover, they, where they actually told school kids, mm-hmm. you know, hide under your desk and it'll protect you from the atomic because fallout. that'll do something. That'll do it. Uh, but, you know, I lived through the Cold War. We were just convinced we were going to go up in nuclear dust any any day. But we also knew it was called Mutually Assured Destruction, MAD. And that's why, you know, why do you need enough weapons to blow up the world 50 times over? Because no one would be stupid enough to push the button. Because of that. You, there would be literally no winners. It's from just this. flexing your muscles. It's flexing your muscles. And uh, so we got that. You know, deep down, we were, we were scared of the nuclear bombs, but we got it that, you know, chances are we would wake up the next morning A-OK. But with these drones, I don't know if you're, like, looking up the story to, to come along with me, but I'll talk you into it. You can program these drones of the size of, like, hummingbirds, you know, like palm of your hand uh, with, with uh, ordnance and armaments to actually, like, find people and just kamikaze into their skulls and kill them and destroy, the you know, the brain matter. And they say— That would be uh, kind of scary to go outside. Well, that's what I'm saying. They say that a $25 million payment could, could handle— could do enough of this with existing technology to wipe out half the city in a matter of moments. And so that's, that's kind of freaky because people don't use nuclear weapons for the most part. You know, we're the only country who has in a time of war, but because of the nuclear fallout, there's too much bad stuff. It's like, okay, I nuke you, but I can't move in. So, you know, there's no point nuking you. Yeah. And I'm seeing here that I didn't, and I didn't realize this, that the United Nations or there, there's some in the United Nations that are trying to basically create a global ban of autonomous weapon systems, which I didn't know that. I, I just assumed that that was something that everybody was kind of comfortable with. Because you can, once you open the Pandora's box, you got to see what's in the bottom of it. And you got to take it to a, a logical conclusion that if we have a, 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 a non-weapon thing, but an airplane that can fly by itself and take pictures and stuff, inevitably somebody's going to say, well, what if we strapped a bomb to it? And then what if we, you know, what do we yeah, add lasers I, to it? But then, those those things are still controlled by humans. Like, they're, they're still controlled by— So when you're saying autonomous, you mean, like, programmed with AI, correct. artificial intelligence? Correct, pure, pure AI, where it has no, no human controlling factor to it at all, where it's just seeing a two-year-old baby, and it recognizes human— therefore it kills. Got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So r- rather than letting the women and children live, you know— which, I, I'm team Jake on that one. No, I absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah, because the, the fact that there's no human, and you can say that and you can sit there and you can say, oh, we'll program them to be as as human-like as possible. It just, mm-hmm. it for always and forever will be a cold-hearted robot. Well, the problem is with the UN ban, it's it's just like, yeah, we're, we're going to ban guns. Oh, good, no more bad guys will get them then. Well, no, we're going to ban I, I, completely, I completely understand, and it's, it's trying to play the daddy figure where you shouldn't play with the rocks. You know, it's like <laughs> you had rocks. <laughs> we had pebbles and we was thankful. <laughs> we was thankful. Oh, uh, that's really funny. No, but it's it's just that's an interesting story. I hadn't even I you don't even consider something yeah, cuz when you have drones and stuff uh, we, I mean I've got a drone and I love flying that thing. And it's awesome. But I, I've got to buy one. The, the more and more uh, video clients are wanting, you know, aerial footage. So I can either start hiring other people or just buy my own. But you have to be really careful with them because they do actually cut you. 
their blades are sharp enough to where they cut you. Well, that's why my current drone, because uh, reason number 42, why I love my wife, the only thing I wanted for Christmas last year was the USS Enterprise drone, and she got it for me. You know, the Starship Enterprise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the most badass thing ever. You are yeah. a nerd and a Oh, half. it's so cool, because the saucer, that's the that's the blades <laughs> and the saucer, so, you know. Speaking of this, and, and to transition, <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. Is there a piece of memorabilia for either one of y'all because they both are star trek nerds but <laughs> is there a piece of memorabilia that you know is considered priceless for you guys like you would pay anything for it an original artifact used during the show or oh good question because i've actually got some star trek stuff that i bought a long time ago that i think is if i kept them in the box i'd be rich um, but i played with them you yeah know, like the original phaser from next generation i got it for 20 bucks and now it's worth uh, you know a few Pristine is worth a few thousand. Um, really? I'm, I'm sure mine's probably worth 40 now because I was, you know, it's all beat up and stuff and batteries died and leaked in it. And, um, ooh, a Star Trek. Well, I'll tell you what. When I went to the Smithsonian Institution, I had spent a weekend in D.C. last winter. Mm -hmm. And I'm trudging through the snow. It is like the coldest I've ever been in my existence. This is like, like outer space cold. And I'm trudging from my hotel through the snow. And I'm like, okay, I got three hours. I want to hit stuff. And... It took so long. I didn't realize the Smithsonian was like different museums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like one big thing. No, 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 no. no. So I was stopping the um, the American history one. I look at Archie Bunker's chair and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, where's the uh, what's the space museum? They, they point me out and I go running in. And you have to like empty out your pocket to mm -hmm. go through the metal detectors. And I'm like telling the guy, look, I need the Starship Enterprise. Where's the Starship? And he's like, sir, this is not a science fiction. Oh, you got the Enterprise here. And he pointed it out. And I was there long enough just to grab some photos of it. I would want that. I, I, I would kill to have that. Anything, Dick? Any, any sort any of memorabilia? Not even, I'm not a material kind of person. I guess. <laughs> that, that, well, that is pretty accurate. The reason why I bring it up is because uh, a family found, they were cleaning out grandma and grandpa's house after they had passed away, and they found seven Ty Cobb. You all know who Ty Cobb is? Mm -hmm. Famous baseball player. Mm -hmm. Dick's looking at me with Blake stare. Even I know this one. Ty Cobb, famous, one of the greats. And they found seven of his 1909 to 1911 released baseball cards. Only 22 known in existence. Those were tops, weren't they? Yeah. Ooh. Only 22 known in existence. And they, the seven combined, they sold them off for uh, just over $3 million. I, I believe that. So it's, I didn't know, like from a baseball standpoint, that doesn't shock me. But, you know, I, I, I if, if, if a original star phaser went for $2,000, that shocks me because it's a toy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I what, what is a baseball card? It, it, I, I agree. I understand. But that was a passion and a lifestyle for, for those kids growing up in that generation. And what is Star Trek? <laughs> a thing that nerds Dick do. Sundry. A passion and a lifestyle <laughs> people chose to do. No, I agree. I agree. It's just, I mean, it's I funny. Think, I think uh, a Da Vinci painting yesterday <laughs> went for like $400 million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have been all over that. Hey, Dink, have you been uh, catching up still with uh, the Orville? Mm -hmm. You liking it at all? Yeah, it's really good. Cool. It's enjoyable. Uh, have you, no, no, no. Did you hear me talking about it the yeah, other day? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't got. It. I got. I've got other things I'm watching right now. Right. No. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, much better than. Uh, unfortunately, my DVR is racking up. I haven't been home in a while. So. No, the movie <laughs> we're I'm reviewing on the Ticket Stuff Thursday uh, is uh, I watched Arrival. Oh, that's the the, 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 the I heard that was really one. bad. I hear it made you think. Well, it, it, that, yeah, it was one of those movies that like 90% of watching it was really enjoyable and then the end happened. 
And it was <laughs> and like when the end, it's so hard to sell those kind of movies because it is one of those movies that kind of makes you think and you're all along for the ride and the mystery and you're like, oh, this is really cool. And then the ending doesn't quite explain what was happening at mm-hmm. the end. Like it didn't really conclude anything. And then it did, but it was such a sad conclusion in the sense of like it was it was just kind of like, oh, do you want to go to get some coffee at the uh, end of the day? Okay. And that's like the end. And you're like, okay, well, there's that. And uh, that was a waste of two hours I was watching. But you know a movie I did see, and it was somewhat enjoyable, was the Bat- Lego Batman movie. Oh, it is I great. hear it's great. I'm trying well, to tell my wife on the Lego I, movies. I was trying to figure out if it had a plot. Because I felt like every single thing on it was a joke. Like every single, even the music in the show was a joke. And I, it, it happened so fast. It was almost like it was perfect for the ADD kid. Mm-hmm. And it just kept happening and kept happening. The whole movie. Well, did you did you see the Lego movie? No, I did not. Okay, so it's very similar. The Lego movie has more of a plot, but it's still very similar as in, it's like five seconds at a time that you've got to just be yeah yeah because like in the Batman movie he did have a good kid theme mm-hmm. you know how to treat each other and all that kind of stuff I liked it but then it was just weird that Batman was involved because it wasn't really Batman no but then they they did enough Batman things to remind you it was Batman I don't explain it like it it did not feel like a Batman movie to me no it's not like your traditional you know if anything it relates more to the the really awful nineteen eighty two I think it was Batman. That was an awful Batman Returns. Are you 19, serious? 1982, the the one that's like goofy with Robin. It's no, got Robin in oh, it. Okay. All right. Do I, oh, got my, oh. do I got my years mixed up? Well, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, your years mixed up. Robin wasn't in the 1980s. Well, yeah. Well, he does. Chris. Chris. Um. What's his name? Um, O'Donnell. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell. But that wasn't in the 80s. Yeah, yeah but that was the 90s. Okay. But you 90s. also had the 60s one with Burt Ward and Adam West. They but, actually did a movie version of that. But if you watch it, the thing I question about that kind of movie <clears> is <throat> in 20 years, no one's gonna get half the jokes because a lot of them were prop uh, oh, think about references. all those you know scary movie and stuff like that you know the ripoffs the, or the, the the naked gun movies yeah. stuff like that so many of them if you that, didn't see them in the heart of their time you're not gonna it's not gonna be it's as just comical. the difference because you, you have like airplane which is timeless and it truly is and, and here's the thing what, what a lot of people don't know is airplane is actually based on a, a, a real serious movie called zero hour with an exclamation point and what happened was um, the Abrams brothers, uh, they liked watching the late night movies. And they had an early days VHS. So, you know, back in the old days, they showed the old movies late at night, you know, all night long. And they came across this movie called Zero Hour, which is this airplane and both the pilots eat fish. And so a former pilot who lost his squadron in World War II has to take over the plane. And, and they're like, oh, wow, we want to show this. And then they thought we could, without barely changing any of the dialogue, refilm it. So they bought the rights to it and remailed it as alien, as an airplane. So what you do, watch Zero Hour. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Yeah. But get a bottle of your drink of choice and a shot glass, and every time there's an airplane, you know, a, a hospital, what is it? You know, they actually, they actually have these things. It's just the punchlines that they've added. It's just a little you know, slightly okay, different. We need someone who can fly a plane who didn't eat the fish. You know, all these things are truly, or the guy flashing back to, I've got to concentrate. <laughs> I've never seen Airplane. I'm going to have to go. Oh, you haven't seen Oh, you got to see Airplane. I'm going to have to go watch it's it. It's timeless because it's got a lot of jokes like that, but they're not uh, present day, as it were. Yeah, they're, they're not, yeah, what did you pop call culture. Them? Pop culture references. Right. Well, I mean, that's that Lego movie was filled with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. 
Yeah. And more and more of them are, if you notice that, you know, like I said, the scary movie ones and, uh, you know, you get a movie like 300. Yeah, and but they scary movie is not necessarily for kids. Like, I, I, what other kids movie has like modern day pop references? Like, I, I, I'm I, the only other one I can think of would be Shrek Far, Far Away. The emoji movie. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, God. I, I, I cannot believe you saw it, like, yeah. willingly. I lost a bet. You'd, ha- you'd have to lose a so, major bet on that one. Uh, I did. That's called the Ticket Stuff game. <laughs> you I, always lose I, I feel I for you, my young friend. Well, we got to take a break here, folks. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to take a music break here. Uh, if you have a song request, we still have a couple more of those music breaks, and we can play what you request, 936-647-3776. And, of course, on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee in downtown Conroe. And, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning for your office cleaning needs in the Montgomery County area. Thanks for joining us right now. We'll be back in a short bit. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back to Morning's Lone Star. We enjoyed that music break. Morning's Lone Star is sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Sitting here with me this morning is Jake from Jake from Sports Talk and Skippy, my 
morning co-hosts. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So join in on the conversation on Facebook, MW Lone Star, or call in 936-647-3776. We will be here tomorrow, but we won't be here Thursday or Friday. Are we going to be doing the best of show we've been talking about? The, I don't know yet. I haven't really figured out how we, how we want to do that because our show format is not really a talk show format because we play music. It's a conversational format. It's a moving conversation. It's a moving, con- a movable theme. I like that. I still got my very wide voice thing. Yeah. I got I to I well, call some women up with You know, tonight is, Ooh, the, uh, tonight is the Houston Dynamo first leg playoff. Yep. Ooh. So that's excited about that. Against the Seattle Sounders. Who, who uh, is there like Dynamo TV who, who will show this? I think Fox has the, Fox. Uh, uh, the cup. Yeah, the, yeah, has the playoffs. Has the playoffs. Ah. Well, no, no, I take that back. I, I know ESPN is doing the championship. I know that for a fact. Long story short, there won't be a blackout, right? I will you be able to Jake watch it on is TV. Just full of facts. He is. He's like the the sports guy. In fact, I was coming up with some sports stuff. I think yesterday, and I was like, "Where's Jake? I need him to tell me if I'm." Well, talking. hey, Jake, what what do you feel about this Levar Ball? I think it's all conspiracy. I think Levar Ball and Donald Trump are having a little go in the media today. Like they called and they're like, "Hey, let's just let's just screw with them." Well, you're talking about two egos that want to be in the spotlight at all times. I think it's uh-huh. true. And both of them are you know, especially Trump. Trump has not been in the headlines very much as of late, and so I think it's kind of one of those things where you think ooh. people would be coming out of the woodwork and saying he harassed me, but you think they just blew all that? That's the whole thing. I mean, for the I don't want to say, you know, shot their load, but <laughs> Yeah. But no, uh the LeVar Ball has been on TV this week. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think it's a conspiracy. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards Jake because uh, I'm catching up on this. I did, you know, I didn't know about the the one like shoplifting college basketball players was the son of this guy, LeVar Ball. Correct. And that LeVar Ball also owns his company that he's been pimping every chance he gets. Big Baller uh, Brand. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving because we at Big Baller Brand are going to have a great Thanksgiving. I mean, this is how he's doing his interviews now. He's starting to pimp his company. So I'm I'm. I'm kind of leaning more towards the president on this one. Of course, the president got involved because he's like, oh, let me. Ha- this is not like a kid who got caught no. stealing candy at the corner store and Officer Bob brought him home. And he's like, Officer Bob, I'll, I'll you know, I'll take a switch and I'll handle this. This was an international diplomatic incident. Well, now, now I understand that the international factor of it. But do you think if Trump isn't just happens to be going to China this time, if he's not in Asia, those guys would still be over there? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Flat out, and they would be looking at three because China. Because and you know what Levar Ball would be doing? President Trump, you need to go get my son out of jail. Exactly, that's the whole thing. It was because you know now they're saying, well, if he'd actually done anything, he wouldn't have to say anything about it. Of course he did because they were taking it at face value. And Trump is a megalomaniac, and he is a narcissist, and he wants to be the center of the universe. And you know what? To me, that's kind of like uh, my mom would choose a doctor. I don't like his bedside manner. Mom, he's the best at what he does. Yeah, but he's just. He thinks he's God. I'm like, good. I want a guy that thinks he's God operating I want on my me. doctor confident. Yeah, I want I want a guy walking and not going, ah, you know, I, I'm sort of kind of I'm feeling kind of good about I don't want Woody Allen operating on me. Okay. <laughs> I want I want, you know, someone just walks in, kicks in the door. I want Commander Riker, you know, kind of bursting the door open with his chest and saying, There's ah, certain give situations me where, you know, you look at it and it's like, man. You know, you you got some big grapefruits over there and you're throwing them in the in, in our face and it's kind of a bit much. But then at other times, it's, you know, it's just to be expected. This is what you you come to love and know about Trump. So just. Well, that's the thing. It's it's there's a personal hatred of him by so many that they're like, I would rather have a white pot, white hot poker rammed up my nose than to acknowledge that he had anything to do to save my son. 
Well, yeah, but, or but why or can't you? Why, well, I understand if you are uh, if you're a Republican and you dislike Trump, or if you're a uh, liberal and you dislike Trump. But why can't you separate this specific incident from the overall body of work and mm-hmm. say, yeah, hey, he did something good here on this? Absolutely agree with you on that. And you know, I was saying Trump thing. Let's take it back six years, and you had people on the other side of the aisle. They would rather just you know eat a bullet than give President Obama any credit on anything, you know, uh, that there were. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't a fan of the beer summits and stuff, but there were things Obama did that I was like, yeah, okay, because yeah, this is what a president's supposed to do. And this whole ball thing, these guys shoplifted in a foreign country. They were, they, they're not victims here, okay? They were, they were bad guys. And on a scale of one to 10, not too high up that scale, but... You know, it did take presidential intervention. There was no indication from China whatsoever that they would have released these people or, or work with America because tensions were really tense between China and America, which prompted Trump going over there. Yeah, and that was the whole reason why he was there. And I really think that they got lucky that he was on a plane flight already there. Mm-hmm. Practically, they were, I think, two hours shy of, of landing and everything like that. And, you know, and it's one of those things where everybody's got their right to— have a certain feel about mm-hmm. the, you know, the Trump or whoever the president is. I mm-hmm. mean, I completely agree with that factor. I'm one who, yeah, maybe I don't agree with everything Obama did while he was in office, but he's also my commander and leader. And I, he was the president. He was the duly elected president. I, I support him and and hopefully he will make the correct decisions for the, for the time that he's in the office to better America. And, and I don't agree with everything Trump does, but I'm hoping that his, four or eight years in office are going to bring the best possible results for this country. And it's just funny that when you get, if you heard about this lady down in Fort Bend County, which is over out in Fulcher, Katy area mm. with the truck. Did, oh, did you hear yeah. about we, this? We, we, we talked much about her yesterday. Oh, you did. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I Jake, just, you missed it all. I man. missed it all yesterday. That's just one of those things where do you have to go that far? Well, th- I mean, this, really, this was my stance on it. This was cracking me up. So all the, the people on Facebook and all the news outlets who are like kind of team this woman going, yeah, she should be able to say this F word that we can't say because we know we will get punished for it because mm-hmm. you don't say it in public venues. There are children they, they blipping around. The, around well, and did going, you see the interview yesterday? I was talking about how she like slipped in. She has like 10 kids. Yeah. Well, then it turns out she has that warrant for, yeah, her for welfare fraud. Oh, is that, was that what the, <laughs> what what the fraud was? Okay. There you go. I'm telling you, these, these. But you eight, got this state representative already hopping on board with her, and I'm like, dude, you just made the wrong call. You gotta wait to see. You know, do your vetting on this gal. Well, come on. <laughs> Before you even get on board with this gal, you have to know that if she's got if she's got the lady webos to go out and do this, yeah. Odds now the are, sheriff, absolutely. I think he overstepped his bounds oh, slightly by saying, oh, of course. But um, she. You don't say it. And it, so every news outlet is blipping out though. You see the F and then everything else is fa- hazy. And then they're saying, well, the word, the F word, the, they can't say it because they know it's you don't say it in public it's venues and there are repercussions if you do. And, uh, you know, so I put out an, an invitation to every Facebook person who's like, yeah, this woman has a right to say it. Fine. Go into a church, go into an elementary school and start screaming it out. Hold up a big sign with all four letters right there. On the street corner. I dare, uh, please. And add Trump to it. Allow, yeah, allow me to support you in this, or maybe there are ramifications of your actions. I want to know where she got the sticker made. Well, that's not hard. 
that's not hard. You, no. Oh, especially yeah. That's like, got, you got the internet, man. You can just order sure. on the internet. No, I understand that, but I'm sure the, there's the www.ftrump.com out there by now. I'm sure, but it's oh, still like to make a car sticker that big. And with that much detail, because it didn't just stop I wonder, there. I wonder if like companies like Vistaprint have an automated thing where you write in what you want it to say, oh, I'm and sure. then they'll be like, "Oh, that's it. That's that's well, wrong." There's Vistaprint. There's also the other one. Oh, what's it called? Where you can get T-shirts and coffee mugs. Theaters. You know, what we should time. do. We should go next door to the Branding Iron and ask them if, what, what, how far will they go with well, their print? Well, that's what I mean. Where did companies make the moral stand and saying, "Hey, we're not going to print"? I the doubt F-word. they have a moral. Why would they need to have a moral stance? It's a paying job, and they don't. I mean, it's ah. not. It's not illegal to. Remember, nowadays you're not illegally allowed to have a moral stance because you know if you're a baker, remember the whole the, the gay bakery thing, which is just. And again, that bakery was targeted by that couple for that very purpose. They're like, "What's the most Christian baker around?" Okay, we're going to force them to do this. Where did that turn out? Uh, the, was it in favor of the baker in the end? Like they, no. they, they appealed it though. They no. From I'll double check. But from what I heard, I know they appealed it, but I think the the appeal was upheld. Um, that they had had to had to do it. I'm looking right. And here's now. the thing: legally, you know, that, that's a different issue altogether. But the the couple that did it, it's just like if if I went to a bakery run by pacifist hippie. LGBT friendly, you know, you name it, and then told them you have to make me a swastika cake. And of course, they'd be the first ones going, no, 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 no. It, it's got to go both ways, and hypocrisy is just uh, drives me up the wall. I it try, is. I try to avoid it every chance I get myself. I'm human. I make mistakes, but I'm telling you, when when it's taken it our way or, or no way, I I, I, I want to throat punch somebody. Want to throw, but so metaphorically speaking, of course, I'm not condoning oh, violence on I my fellow know. man. I don't know. I could probably throw, but just so this is so Lamar Ball's uh, Big Baller thing. What's so I'm, I'm on a website, the Washington Times. Uh-huh. Is it, <laughs> that's that's unbiased. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what this is, but they say on September 7th, 2017, the Justice Department has sided with the Christian baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. Uh, sorry, what day did that go down? September 7th this oh, year. Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy, Fi- you know, Filing a brief Thursday at, in the Supreme Court, backing the break, backing the baker. Awesome. I, I totally missed that because of Harvey, but that's... Uh, and as much as I, I, you know, everybody's got the right to their own opinion, and that's if you're a private business and you choose not to serve someone, I mean, that's just one of those things. I, I, I'm not going to... It would be like me making a hissy fit about a bar stopping and serving me because I'm too intoxicated. Like, mm-hmm. that's just one of those things. Well, I think they actually, there was a case for that. For, yeah. Like, not for the intoxication, but it was like it, the guy like Donald Trump, he wore a Trump hat. And the guy said, we don't serve you. We can't serve you here. No, we don't serve you kind in here. It's, it's the, the right, if they want to lose that, that, that customer. Here, here's the fine line. Now, let's say someone walked in without a Trump hat, but they had one leg. We don't serve you kind in here. You know, for some reason, the owner thinks that if you lose a limb, you know, you're you're not a you're not a full person. You know, you're not a full person. you know, a person is a head, a brain, two arms, and two legs, and anything less than any of that, then you're you know, you're an animal, you're a vegetable, you're subhuman. You know, so there has to be a discrimination. Uh, so where do you draw? Test. Where do you draw the line, though? Oh man, good question. Because that because that that's because you can take it as far as you have to serve everybody, no matter what, no matter who comes in, or you can take it as far as 
you have the freedom to choose who you serve and who you don't choose. That's why more and more private clubs are doing, you know, they're actually resurging on both sides of the aisle for that reason. It's uh, incumbent on the, the shop owner. And I kind of, I'm, I'm trying to collect my thought here on this. So it'll, it'll make sense. It's it like, goes back to the protest thing. Uh, across the way, uh, Christian, our, our barista of the morning, he has every right to protest whatever he wants. But if I go in and order my morning coffee from Conroe Coffee and Christian just decides to take a knee and say, no, I protest, um, and I don't get my coffee, then he's fired. Yeah. You know, now if I go to him and say I want coffee and he says, well, uh, you're old and, and you know, you're, you're, you're old and white and you're responsible for all the world's problems, <laughs> uh, so as an old white man, I refuse to serve you. That's not a protest. That's discrimination. That's age discrimination and race discrimination. I actually have legal standing. Yeah. Okay. So him. which that makes sense to me. Uh -huh. And just like whole body people, they shouldn't be able to say you've got, you know, you're missing a leg. Therefore, I'm not going to serve you. Well, I'm going to be incredibly unfair on you here, Jake. So in university, one of my minors was philosophy. Because I ah, nice little BS course. How hard can it be? Right. Oh, my golly. So, like, the first question, I think we're doing metaphysics or uh, uh, epistemology, and it was, um, what makes a man? Define what makes a man. Yeah. Separates him from everything else. Uh, soul. Well, what is that? You know, dogs have souls. And it was down to, if you, if you chop off a man's arms and legs, is he still a man? Well, yes. Because it was like, oh, you know, someone who's, who's got uh, the ability to move. Okay, you, you remove their, you know, you, you sever their spine or something. As long as he can still do the function of a man, which is to think independently so, for himself. Okay, so here we go. Someone's in a motorcycle accident. They're in a vegetative state. They're in a coma. There's no alpha pattern going on. Okay, but their their lungs are still working. Their heart's still working. They're now no longer a man. Because now we got to add in the legal aspect of that. Well, it, it just, see, <laughs> there, there, there aren't, and that's the thing. There are no easy answers to that. But I mean, this is like day one of philosophy 101 was. Yeah, but I also find that. Yeah, but I also don't want to create a situation where anybody and everybody can. I don't want to take it on a case by case situation either, because if you do it on a case by case situation, you know how much legal money that comes out of all that at mm -hmm. the end of the day. It, it's way too much. You can't. Exactly. Exactly. And there are also no, no easy answers. Now, the day that the soul is like verified or proven scientifically or something, that would open up a whole different, whole new legal realm. A new realm of things. A new realm for, you know, what's death, what's life. I will not you know, serve soulless Roe people. v. Wade would be re-examined. If souls are real and you can really sell them to the devil, well, then you would <laughs> no longer be. <laughs> How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? Hey, you know, woodchucks and groundhogs are the same animal. Well, did you know that a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Oh, but since a groundhog and a, a groundhog and a uh, uh, woodchuck are the same animal, you can say how much ground could a groundhog ground if a groundhog could ground ground. Nice. You like that? Well played. I've been saving that one up. Well I was going to save it sir. for February on Groundhog Day. But well played. Thank you. Oh, you can do it better <laughs> than that, nobody else. And that was on it. allergy drugs, too. Woo! <laughs> It's a loopy morning here it on Mornings of Lens. It is Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday he, morning. He cut my mic off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I accidentally hit it. Sorry about uh, that. Yeah, he was trying to hit mine. <laughs> You're listening to Mornings of Lens, Star. We got to take a break, a quick music break, or a long extended music break. If you got a song request, you got one more music break after this. Let us know, 936-647-3776, or MW Lone Star on Facebook. Don't forget, folks, uh, we will be back. We got one more hour left, so join us, and we're going to have some fun. After a while, this show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee in downtown Conroe, Texas. 
and also Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back after a couple songs. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. You're listening to Mornings with Lone Star with Barry White, Big Skippy, and Jim. This is Barry White. I wonder what Seal sounds like. Could that could that have been a Seal voice? You know, when he talks. What do you mean? Seal, the the, the sings the song. Yeah. I don't, what does he sound like when he talks? Could my D. Barry Wise voice could I have said this no, is Seal? I don't know. And Maybe I he listen. doesn't talk. Maybe he just sings. Well, cool. Then I can say this is Seal, and I listen to Dick and Skippy in the morning. He's with Lone Star. And then we can use that as a And then they'll be like, no, he doesn't. All he does is sing. He doesn't even speak. He spoke for us. Prove us wrong. So that's my thought. So, yeah, Jake and I, during the break, we've been trying to figure out if we are indeed men or not. Uh, What have we come up with, Jake? Are are, are we men? I don't know. Yeah, it's a great philosophical conversation. It's great. And, uh, you know, Jake uh, took some, uh, matriculated with some... uh, uh, college courses in philosophy too, so we. Uh, that's what us liberal art majors do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> give them, give them your liberal arts battle battle cry. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> but uh, oh, that's good. Stuff. Yeah, so we were kind of bouncing back and forth, and you know, of, of course, with philosophy, there are, are no easy answers. You know, what makes there, man there. well the ability to speak. Well, dogs speak, dolphins speak. Well, independent Jake came up with independent thought. And, you know, it's, it's great to just kind of delve into that. It's a fun subject as long as you get it with the right group or the right individual because if someone tries to take de- definite nature mm. to it, it's not. You're, you can't – a lot of the stuff just can't be proven. And there's always that one idiot that does that. And I, I'll, I'll give you like a, an example. I'll bring it back to Star Trek. So many years ago, it was like 1988 or 89 because Next Generation had just started. And I was in Dallas at this convention. And this was before the days of Comic-Con and stuff. It was just a Star Trek convention. And they had, like, Brent Spiner and Marina Sirtis there. And that was, that was pretty cool listening to them. And uh, But they had James Doohan, who played uh, Scotty mm-hmm. in the original. Yeah. Now, he came out, when Next Generation first came out, the original cast, you know, Takai and Doohan, and everyone was like, hey, no, we're Star Trek. These are posers. But they all pretty much ended up on Next Generation mm-hmm. eventually. But uh, Doohan was still kind of on the fence about it. And you can tell he had some sour grapes that he and, and uh, uh, what's his name, uh, William Shatner, did not 
get on at all. No. I mean, you can tell. Uh, but uh, Dewan was a fascinating guy. He was a Royal Air Force pilot in World War II. I, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, uh, lost a finger uh, uh, on his uh, right hand, his his ring finger on his right hand. And he actually talked about the drinking game, you know, the Star Trek drinking game, that every time he hides his, his hand, because Roddenberry didn't want people to think you could have missing limbs or missing digits in the 23rd century, uh, you take a drink. You know, every time he uses <laughs> his left hand or hides it, and that's why he'd always hold his hand like that. But anyhow, um, so he opened up the question and answer period. And it was just nerd central. We were nailing, you know, your favorite director, favorite, worst moment, this and that. He's nailing it. It's great chemistry going on. He's tracking with the audience. And then some idiot in the back who, you know, obviously lived in his mother's basement and ate Domino's six days a week. You know? So, okay, in Star Trek Four is this uh, voyage home. When you're on that Mac and, and you got the, uh, you, you know, you got the GUI to come up so quick, which hotkeys did you use? Because I've been trying to duplicate, you know, based on a frame-by-frame analysis of, of the movie. I, I'm serious. He's, like, doing that. And you just saw the whole room just collectively went, oh, God. Who let this geek yeah, in here? And, and doing just looks at him. <laughs> and, like, for 30 seconds, doesn't say a thing. He's like, it's a movie lab. It's a movie. <laughs> but you could tell he was like, please, God. You know, we were having such fun. And it was like you're driving down the freeway, you're in third, and you're trying to shift into fourth, and you accidentally shift into first by accident. <laughs> or even reverse. <laughs> that's that's what that was. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Wait, cars? Cars used to not be automatic? Were, I know. They were that, that's like the millennial anti-theft device is just having a standard <laughs> transmission. No, what the hell no, is no, this? No, no. I, my first car was a stick. I love stick. I love stick. I, yeah. You can't find them anymore. I mean, do they even like make them anymore? Yeah, they make them. Where? Yeah, in supercars. Supercars? Oh, yeah, like, all like, sports cars. Pretty much every yeah, sports, sports car, car you have to get in manual. Oh, I got to Yeah, right? But do you want a sports car with a little gear shift no, on No, no, no. I don't want the paddle wheel? shifters. No, that's that's not cool. <laughs> I, paddle shifters are for well, racers. I like, no, paddle shifters are for actual racers. That's yeah. what they use in like Formula One. Yeah. And okay, I understand for hey, Formula One, that's a different conversation hey altogether. Man. But I'm talking about the sports car guy that's driving around with paddle shifters. You like, look I, at me go, I think bro. that's all you can get Ferraris and stuff in now. But the, the, those even are those not sports car? Those don't yeah. require the paddle shifters on no that, on a BM the, on a BMW and that's not a supercar. I'm talking like a Ferrari and like the high. So like an Audi A7 is not a supercar. No. Okay. A supercar would be like a Bugatti. Yeah, a, luxury. Okay. He, you're a, you're a thinking luxury. luxury He's car. thinking like, you know, the. the I, mean, I mean, Holly's Camry has the paddles. Well, that's my. That's what I'm thinking. So, of. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking of. That's not. Hey, I had a spoiler on my Yugo. Does that count? <laughs> Do you put baseball cards in your, uh, in your <laughs> spokes? Did you I see did. that Tesla, Tesla? They were Ty Cobbs. Supercar they announced. He got no. the, wait, the what supercar? The Tesla. 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 <laughs> you see that? It's like zero, zero to 16. Like, is it 1.9? Yeah, it's like less than And when, when would anybody need that? Uh, every day. Hey, I don't care how fast I can get from zero to 60. I care how fast I can get from 90 to 55 when I see the cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I care about. Uh, oh, you missed it. You guys both missed that uh, no. in America, the 55 maximum speed limit. Yeah, the governators on it, like you really couldn't, the car couldn't well, go. Well, the cars could go over because there, there's actually a lawsuit. They started coming out with cars that could only do that. Like, no, there would be situations to to go faster. But, yeah, federally, across the America, across the United States, 55 maximum. Yeah, but couldn't you take those governors out? Couldn't you take the little— Well, no, not even the—well, the governor, no, if you got caught going 60. 
Oh, yo, yeah, you of course. If arrested. You get arrested. I mean, pulled over and, and ticketed. Of course. Oh, I do not miss those. It took forever because uh, that was when my son lived in Austin, and on weekends I'd go get him. Yeah, back before they had you know any <laughs> other form of getting to Austin, it was like you had to go 10 to— 10 to 71. To 71 in LaGrange. Yeah, what it is, I had one of those little TV VCR combos with a car adapter, so I'd have a little in-flight movie for him for the drive back and stuff. We had those, too. But that was like 55 miles an hour, and that would like drive me crazy. And then, because he lived there for three years, so for the first year or so, it was 55, and then they, they finally got rid of the whole ban on, you know, you could take it up to however you wanted to. It would get up to like 65 or 70. And because the reason why I'm remembering this is this is why I'm playing in my head uh, that when 22 ticket, year old, yeah, and that's when that was. Oh, it's a, because you go through Lagrange at that point. Follow up story. Anything? Anything on that? <laughs> I, I've, I, uh, I talked to a lawyer friend who's just like, "Hey, they want like 500 bucks for this. Surely, I know someone who could call the office over there and <laughs> get that one, don't I?" <laughs> so I'll, I'll keep you posted. Right now, Scipio's, you know, he's got a couple of. Uh, there are no warrants out, but just he's got out, a couple outstanding, outstanding citations. Well, that's good. Yeah. So maybe I could do a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that woman's doing a GoFundMe. The uh, the uh, F Trump oh, ticker. Is she? she has a GoFundMe. Uh, um, for what? For whatever. I don't know. To pay off her warrant? Yes, she can pay off her I did like, kids. I did like they had a conference yesterday about it, like in front of the courthouse or whatever. That's... Well, didn't the sheriff say there's just no talking reasonably with this woman? Uh. He's like, I tried, and you just can't have a reasonable discourse with her. So I'm, he said, this is my last. Well, she added another sticker. Yeah. And then after that, that's when he said, there's no point even trying to talk to this woman. She won't listen. She won't listen to So. Cool. I'm hearing yeah. music. And <laughs> I know. We yeah. got to take a quick uh, sponsor break, folks. Don't we'll be pay back. her GoFundMe. Pay mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep is cleaning. We'll be back here in a short bit. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, 
at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. It's Mornings with Lone Star with Seal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh we're waiting for that last line to come out. We're waiting for No, I cut it off. Didn't care. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star here at Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, Worldwide, and, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Talking anything, really. I mean, we're, we're digging deep. Yeah, we've we got a lot of, lot of spectrum. We, we got into philosophy and stuff, and uh, Jake and I have determined that, uh, you know, in group situations, there's always that one idiot and uh, there, so there always is that one idiot, and look around, and if you don't see him, chances are it's you. <laughs> Fair warning. Jake, do you see him? See what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what? I, I was reading an article, uh, the Whitefish folks, who were the, the two men who did the proposed job for Puerto Rico's restoring power. Mm-hmm. Now they're uh, halting it because they claim that they owe $89 million, Puerto Rico does. Oh, that's that's cold. Hey, um, remember John Patterson, who was in the studio a few weeks ago for Aid Puerto Rico now? Yeah. He's back. He actually, right after our interview, like three days later, he went over there, spent a month over there, almost a month. Okay. And uh, he and I had a long conversation. I actually just put a video camera on him, let him start talking about his experiences. He's like going on about the devastation just there's no way to describe it without being there he's like you can you can read about it you can see it on tv but you know these people they have no roofs he said the buildings themselves were cool because they were like reinforced concrete but the roofs are gone so he's like it's a sea of just blue tarps everywhere uh that the uh there are different aid groups out there that actually like steal from each other they're so desperate to get to their people with supplies or food or stuff, they will actually raid other warehouses and camps and stuff. He said, so for the, the aid side, it's really hardcore. He said, but the people are like the nicest and most understanding. He told me this one quick story where they had some water and there was this old, this village that was off the beaten track. It like took them like three hours just to walk there because Jeeps couldn't go through and they were schlepping some gallons of water with him. And, and John met the, the village elder and, and who didn't speak a lick of English. And John doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. And so they're through pantomime. John's trying to say, hey, we've got water for you. Please take our water. The guy's like, oh, on the momento. Runs into his house and brings out like half dozen water bottles and starts giving them to John. And basically imparts, this is all I have left. But if you guys are thirsty, he was giving John that he, he yeah. thought... And John's like, just, he broke down at that point, realizing how awesome these people were. So, you, you know, uh, 
I'd love to have him back on the air at some point. He can kind of do a do a follow up. Puerto Rico is still know. pretty. He rubbed me the wrong way. Did he rub you the wrong yeah, way? Yeah, just one of those things. Uh, couldn't his, couldn't put the finger on it. Is like a Weinstein rub. No. Did he refuse to rub you the wrong way? That's Did you. he rub you the right That's way? You. That's how do you think I got this gig, man? I'm telling you, playing Sigmund Freud was the only time I got a I was on a couch after I got the role. <laughs> but boom boom. Hey. You, know, you know they added Oliver Stone to the list, right? No, that's new. Yeah, apparently Melissa Gilbert, the actress. Oh, uh, uh, Laura Ingalls, The yeah. House on the Prairie. Really? Yeah. When did they When did they hook up? Probably like two years, like too long ago. Oh, the, she was the uh, president of. Um, uh, she said in the 1991 Zach. film The Doors. Okay, so. uh, interesting to see about that. But yeah, no, Melissa Gilbert for the longest time she was the president of Screen Actors Guild, the 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 union. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Hey, here's something a little bit like more more local. We're um, you know, the Ark Church in Conroe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, have an annual Thanksgiving food thing going on where they pass out a lot of, like, groceries food. Uh, not like the turkey on Thanksgiving Day to the homeless, but, you know. And they actually had to shut it down. They actually had to turn people away because there were so many people in need and not enough food. And it's sad. It's sad that we're, we're, I mean, unfortunately, we're still seeing recovery efforts going on from Harvey, and Harvey's still paying a you know, devastating toll on, yeah. on people. And, you know, it's been, bring out the bingo cards. I grew up overseas, so a lot of stuff in America, I, I kind of look on it as an outsider looking in just because yeah. I didn't grow up with it. And Americans are just so darned resilient. It just staggers me that, um, you know, much like these Puerto Ricans who, you know, this guy who had no water, he was giving the last of his water away to some gringo, <laughs> you know, because like, oh, you're thirsty. I, yeah. I, and, and same thing with this, that, there is so much devastation, so much fallout, so much aftermath from Harvey. And I'm laughing it off because I'm in a hotel that FEMA's paying for. And I got, you know, insurance check and I'm paying the contractor yeah. and he's sending me daily photos of my walls and my floors. And I'm going to be spending Christmas inside my house because I had the foresight or the luck to, to have my, my flood insurance. And I called FEMA in time to get a hotel room and stuff. And so I'm one of the lucky guys. And a lot of people out there still still paying it, but you know what? We don't whine about it every day, especially in Texas. You notice that? Yeah. Well, I was. I you don't hear much about what's what's really going on. Like I, I'm curious to see from the city of Houston and what the mayor's office is, is doing. Like mm-hmm. I I don't hear much about you know what's going to happen with that section on Highway Six. Um, I know parts down in in um, oh the Baytown mm-hmm. area over there that got hit really hard. I know they were talking about. Recovery efforts taking over a year, and I but I haven't heard anything about it. I, I believe think, it, you know, because we are months later. This happened the end of August. We're, We're still recovering from the Astros winning the World Series, right? Uh, I'm a little ticked. Oh, on the Astros why, news here. Yeah, there's a. Uh, they just released the 2018 season schedule, and I have a strong belief in the fact that if you win any sort of championship, and the NFL does this, the NFL is really good about this. If you win the championship the following year, you should start your season at home to re- unveil the banners, to hand out the championship rings, all that sort of stuff. And I, it frustrates me that, you know, and I understand it's a long season and you're going to, it's going to happen no matter what, but I think you should start the next season at home if you win the championship. And they're starting on the road. And more frustrating, they're starting on the road in Dallas. You, you can't tell me we couldn't transition that game from Dallas to Houston. Well, they didn't let us do it last time. 
What last time? They tried to remember when the hurricane happened. They requested uh, a venue change for the Astros. Yeah, we played. We played six games in Tampa. But no, also the also the the Rangers didn't want to do it. Well, yeah, I think the Rangers had some sort of. Well, the Rangers are terrible. That was awful. If you're listening worldwide, is um, that how we're we're just finishing that up? <laughs> we're, if we're finishing Dallas up, bad. Dallas Move on. bad. Dallas bad. Houston. Houston good. strong. Dallas sucks. Uh, did you hear about this uh, submarine? Uh, the Argentinian submarine. I, I saw it, but, but tell me about it. I saw the headline, but I didn't read it. Yeah, so this uh, submarine went under, and uh, on November 15th, they reported a battery failure, and it hasn't been seen since. There's been seven countries that They have, didn't go to the supercharge station? <laughs> nope, they didn't go to the supercharge station. So seven countries have been out scouring the uh, oh, southeastern— wow. Like the hunt for Red October? Yeah. Now these guys have oxygen? Well, the, the, they're, they're saying they might be running out. Soon, Math- mathematically, they could be. It's a 44 member crew, yeah, and it's off the South Atlantic coast of Argentina. Uh, boy, I hope you know this is like one of those movies. I, I hope uh, they rescue these guys in time. I'd uh, uh, then I grew up Navy, my father was a naval officer, so I was grew up on ships and stuff. And I went into a submarine once, and you just feel the closeness of it. You know, I, I'm not a claustrophobic person, but I felt claustrophobic in a submarine. And just the, it takes a special breed of man or woman to actually knowingly go underwater. I think you just need to relax. Chill. And after about a week in this horrifying <laughs> contained soup can, you'll, you'll, you'll every everything will seem to be bigger after you lose like 10 pounds because you're so afraid to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And depressed. So, and I think it would be really uh, cool. I be, do you think if you lived in a submarine, would you start shrinking? No, you wouldn't start shrinking. You sure? Yeah. Isn't I, that how it works? Did you see... Um, when you think smaller, you become smaller, right? <laughs> Is it? Did you see Das Boot? Or, yeah. Uh, there's this Wolfgang Peterson did this long, long submarine movie from the German perspective. Uh, and uh, what's the guy's, the actor's name, Jürgen Brock now or something? He, he played the star. Uh, anyhow, to, to make it as realistic as possible, he literally kept the cast, he filmed it chronologically, and he kept the cast out of sunlight for like eight months. I mean, literally, they could not go outside. So they're getting paler and paler and stuff. And he made them, like, pretty much live in this little... As an actor, mm-hmm. you, talking to you, Skippy. Yeah. Jake, you're not an actor, right? No. Uh, I had to make sure. Is there just a certain length people would be willing to go as an actor for looking for roles? Because I feel like a guy... I can just totally see a guy getting an audition call for this movie. No idea what Das Boot is, whatever. He's like, hey, we need an extra. You need to be, you know... Uh, it's German, looking like a European, basically. And uh, you're not going to have any speaking roles. It's just you're going to be operating a technical submarine. And the guy's like, maybe I could do that. Yeah, I'd be fine. And then it's, you get there, and like, oh, I got the part. It's wonderful. And they're sitting in the big big room, and it's the director's like, all right, here's the deal, guys. <laughs> Eight months, no sunlight. <laughs> like, excuse like what? what? Excuse me? And then like, I, don't, well, I don't have any roles. So I have to be. No, everyone has to be here. You're a team. Or whatever they call it, what do they call the whole submarine? And I could totally see some poor soul for eight <laughs> yeah. months. It's like I'm gonna go crazy, and I don't. I'm not even saying anything. Well, the book so in from just earlier. Sitting here, it's not worth it. It's always about the contract. Now, here's the thing. First, you know, a lot of actors. The first question they ask is, "Who's the director?" Because that'll determine Wolfgang Peterson. I'm on. Well, I, no, like, see, to me, they give me give me an idea too. It's like if I want to do a Daniel Day Lewis movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, a, I'm a, a side actor. I'm an extra. Uh, not necessarily an extra, but like a supporting actor. I feel like you have to mentally prepare to do a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm-hmm. 
because of how extreme he is. That right. reporting of like, you well, know what you're getting. Into. I feel like there's only certain actors that be willing to do that because some actors I can totally see like, you know what, I could do this or I could do CSI Miami for a year, <laughs> and I think that might be a little easier on my, you know, my entire well being. I just can't imagine working for those kind of directors and this like, man, just imagine eight months without sunlight. And for what? Like, it's not like you're. Oh, it's a heck of a movie. Yeah, but I don't know. Because it was realistic. No, here's the thing. It's Because the risk isn't there. Because what happens if that movie just fails? There's a bunch of movies that have failed and they've done some extreme, you know, mm -hmm. pre-production and things like that. Well, and it's not like if you have to spend inside for eight months, you, you can't do anything else. You can't work on any other projects. You, I mean, and then after the well, movie, Most feature films, you couldn't anyways. I mean, it's it's 20-hour days. Yeah, but then after that that movie is done, it's out, you've shot it, it's whatnot. Yeah, then you're a pale monster yeah, walking the, the streets. You look with, like with an extra 10, <laughs> well, didn't, didn't you, with an extra 10 million bucks. You get in actors pocket, like, though. you know, uh, you get actors like Sean Connery who clearly likes to run the show when he's on set. So it's mm -hmm. like, don't waste my time. This is what Don't make eye contact. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's where you get the writers and stuff. Uh, now, most extras and background extras, they are literally paid by the day. And it's like, you know, I think the, the SAG minimum is 60 bucks a but day. But in that, in Das Boot, because I've seen Das Boot, there's a bunch, I mean, I would say 20% of this, the actors do not say a thing. But they're not extras because they were What's there. Every, they're there every day. So they're required to be there for eight months. But and they don't have any speaking roles. That's <laughs> like you just gotta look scared. Like okay, ah. And I was <laughs> paying for me for this. You bet you, I'll look scared. Yeah, and after sitting inside for eight months, I bet you. That look was scared an independent movie, and, though. So they, I don't think they got paid a lot. Um, well, you got to get paid in scale. But here's the thing: you can't no, have an extra. I don't know about that. You can't that. sign up an extra because that was in a foreign country, huh? I think the I think the that doesn't apply across the country. Does well, it? no, but I mean uh, each. Each major country has their version of SAG, you know, their, okay. their actors union. And uh, so, yeah, you hire extras by the day or by the week at the most because you can't rely on They're only getting 60 bucks a day and they're in the back of the line for the catering table. So, you know, there is a pecking order there at the bottom of it. Well, and that was what's interesting about the Arrival movie. The Arrival movie didn't have that many people in it. A lot of the scenes, it was just like her walking in a field. How are the CGI? Because the, you know, that's where you can tell where the money went. It was simple because there's a lot of fog. There you go. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, after, no, no, no. Just, after watching gotta, the movie, gotta, I was like, this is kind of a simple yeah. movie. Like, this is kind of nice. And at least all the shock and awe was believable because how simple it seemed. And uh, yeah, it was like, I think total cast, there's probably, you know, 12 speaking roles in the movie. Okay. Interesting. And that and that includes like, oh, if I bought a coffee at the coffee shop, the coffee shop lady goes, Would you like cream and sugar? Like that includes a speaking role. Right, yeah. There really wasn't that many. See, I think yeah, I can handle one of those roles in a movie. Would you like cream and sugar? Would you like wine with your cheese? <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I love uh if you've ever seen any of the John Carpenter uh documentaries about how he made his films, uh, I, I wholeheartedly encourage it. It's usually on like the extras of his DVDs. Uh, where he'd, they'd have a certain amount of money, so he'd have to cheat some stuff. And I, I love those low-budget things. I think there's even a, a parody in uh, Loaded Weapon about that, where they have to pay extra if depending on how many how many lines you have. So what, in the you, scene, like everyone keeps going, well, how much extra do we get paid? Yeah, how much extra do we get paid? It's like, no, seriously, tell us. And like every like they keep asking, so like everyone in the room and even people come through the door, like, yeah, how much and stuff like that. 
And now they're like, yeah, we have to pay everyone here, you know, thirty thousand dollars or something. <laughs> like There's that. actually a list of sounds that you can and can't make as an extra where you don't get paid extra. Well, that's what they were saying. And any extra who tries to say, hey, I'm going to say a line, and they'll have to pay me. Uh-uh, you will never be an extra again. They will kick you out. Kick you out. Kick You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We got to take a music break, folks. So we'll be back for a bit. We still got till eleven o'clock. So stick around. Hope you guys have been enjoying. This show is brought to you by. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And also Conroe Coffee, treats and drinks in downtown Conroe on 206 North Main. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be back. Won't you tell me is Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. All right. I'll get in that one real soon. Welcome back. Maureen's Lone Star here at I IR Lone Star. the long version of that song. You know what? We do that here sometimes. Sometimes we have to go to the bathroom. Sometimes. We can play Freebird, uh, Stairway to Heaven, Hey Jude. And now the Love. And now the long uh, version of Tainted the Love. That's where we go next door and get some Conroe coffee. All right. We got five minutes left, folks. Uh, we're just going to do uh, close out our, our thoughts on LeVar Ball. Yeah. Um, I, I say he is a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. He, he colluded what? with Trump well, and said, let's create this. He's Russian? Let's create it. Create is this LeVar hysteria. Uh, LeVar Bolovich? If anything could go down as he even told his son to steal something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it in past yeah, that. Right? But you had a specific question. What was your specific question? Do you remember? Yeah, what is balling up or what was the Big company? baller brand? Big baller brand. It's a, it's a chew athletic clothing line um, now because they're expanding to the clothes. Um, it's also now a television show. Uh, of course it is. It's. Well, it's, they're the they're the new Kardashians essentially. Oh. As the Kardashians, oh, the worst thing you about the K word on the air. I did, the well, their their strategy it has it has a lot more uh, chances to fail because the Kardashians never were put on a pedestal of judging on talent. It wasn't like they like they got their start because of a sex tape. What I mean, that, that the like, mother released. They they got their start because they just showed up, and that's yeah, it. That's it. But like the the ball. Problem with them is what happens if all three of their sons suck at basketball? Well, it, the funny thing is, is that the most talented one is the youngest. And so, talk about throwing a lot of pressure on the youngest, still in high school, still going through this whole thing. But, Dad, I want to be a lawyer. Shut up. Yeah. Throw go, the ball. Go play ball. 
the the oldest is we are seeing the struggles that you know people, a lot of people thought he was going to have transitioning to the NBA level. So and the middle child, the one that got caught stealing, he he probably won't make it in the NBA. So well, now no. is that Jake? Ba- uh, official basketball. Yeah, like Jake's that, from Source that, that's my opinion, and on all three of them, uh, the youngest will be the uh, superstar of the three. Um, the oldest, the one that's currently in there right now, uh, Lon- Lonzo, uh, will be a, a career player, but he'll never be anything special. And then the middle child probably won't ever make it. Okay. So. Well, now I know what well, not to go. buy this Christmas. But that's Big the ball, ball family at its finest. <laughs> might have to check out that show uh just Wait. to give everyone a heads up tomorrow we do have a special guest we suckered someone into coming into the I studio know, right before thanksgiving Woo. you know we uh, there's actually a good uh article about her in the courier from the 20th uh we're gonna have the very own new very own shannon overby from the conroe visitors uh bureau in the studio and that's gonna be tomorrow morning i believe at 10 o'clock so stick around for that. That's going to be a good Lots of good stuff on the horizon interview. for Conroe. So, yeah, if you're just now joining us, we are Mornings of Lone Star. You can catch us on podcasts, on iTunes and Google Play, and also on YouTube. And yeah. What do they just else? like catching the last five minutes of the show? You know? Yeah, way to go, guys. <laughs> way to just show <laughs> up. They're like, if they're saving the best for last, we are hosed. That's that's like when you intentionally show up late for the party because you don't have a present for that person, so you show up after present time. So that way you don't have to give the person a present. Is that, that what you do? <laughs> it sounds like that's what you do. Y'all never done that? No, I've always bring a present. Or I don't go. <laughs> Same thing. Do are bring... you one of those snack tray kind of guys? It's like, well, I've got to go see what kind of snacks they got. Yeah. Well, as in, will the snack tray break or make whether I go? I can't. You know what I can totally see you doing? Not you, but like someone doing is they know. You beat me. So no, no, not you, because I I don't know. Like basically, you go to the grocery store, get a card, fill it out, go, and then you walk into the busy party. You find the present that just has a card slid in under the ribbon, and you just boop boop. And then, and <laughs> I have never sung that. I've I've been tempted to sink that low before, but no, not yet. I think that'd be pretty slick. I reserve all if I was sitting there drinking and having a drink, and I'm like, would well, like I just switch out the card? That's <laughs> well, pretty slick. I would you say something? I would. I, I would wait to see. I know. I would go there and make sure it's not my gift. And then I'd be like, hey, man, I'm on to you. <laughs> I see you. Add my name to it, too. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, okay, I got a question here. Now, you're getting ready to get married here within the next year. Yeah. Uh, I, now, there is such a thing as a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. There is such a thing as a bachelor party, but there's no such thing as a like wedding shower. I feel like you can do whatever you want. I got invited to okay, but but if you I have really, a wedding I'm not kidding shower, you. there's so many cultures that clash with this. If like, you have you a wedding shower, and and you and it's like you're expecting a gift for the wedding shower, do I have to get you something for your wedding as well? No, I think the wedding shower is it's the same registration. It should be. Thank you. No, it's from what I understood was no, you could no. bring you could bring your gift. That means you don't have to bring a gift to the wedding. No, 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 no. There's well, two different registrations. There well, was. Stack because the the theme of this wedding shower yesterday or on Sunday was and you just say you money grabbing. Well, no, I right? told I told the groom I said I'm not getting you a present for your for your wedding. This is this is the present, You're, and he was like, "That's fine. This isn't my idea. This is hers." Well, you yeah, need to the do, guys don't come up with that. Well, someone try to propose something. Like, you give them something that's really inconvenient, like you give them a frozen hamburger patty pack, 
and then you just you don't tell anybody. And so we you know because people are real lazy about opening gifts and like, oh, put it in the car, put it over here. Like, what's that smell? This is really strange. <laughs> and they open it up. It's like, oh man, it's thawed meat. And then I'd be the guy. Hey, hey, I got you this butter knife. You registered for it. We registered for the whole silverware set. Well, shut up. Just you take said what silverware. This is silverware. Yeah, this is silverware. Boom. Yeah, I don't think you need to bring a, a gift to any. What, well, what's you the most useful piece of silverware? Useful? The butter knife. The spork. Spork. No, which spork. separates us from the monkeys. If anything, that's the most useful. What's the most? Oh, you. you I thought you said useful. Useless. Yeah, useless. Um, probably the, said useful, but you did. Yeah. But. I, the, the 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 shrimp fork. That little dinky fork. Like a little yeah, trident that that's like the most... two inches long. A nutcracker? Oh, no. I got to have a nutcracker. Ah. I got to have a nutcracker. I'm Mr. Mixed Nuts. You know, out of the shell. <laughs> Hours on end. That's my thing. Talking about nuts, making uh, those hand motions. making We should go to break up. Cracking my no, nuts. We're out of here, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Mornings of Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com and Condors FM 1045-1061. Special thanks to our Mornings of the Line Lone Star sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And, of course, Conroe Coffee. Treats and drinks in downtown Conroe at 206 North Main. It is 1056. Check out IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar for the rest of the lineup for today. It is Thanksgiving, folks, and it's getting colder. We can't wait to see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. on Mornings of the Lone Star. We'll see you later. My power, my pleasure, my pain, baby. Like Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.